This is Pastor D-R-E on the M-I-C, and this is Day 41's Prime Cuts. Welcome to the show. I hope that your week has been sweet, and if it hasn't been, you know what time it is. This is your time for release. So for one moment, just for a moment, come on and give God the praise. Come on, people. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let the devil know that you will not be denied. Let the devil know that he does not have any victory in your life. Come on and praise God right now. Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, as we start always, come on, somebody just say it with me. Come on, say it with me. I believe that God's word is true. It is the final authority in my life. Therefore, everything that God has said concerning me shall come to pass. Now, with that being said, I want to bring something to your attention. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. What I want you to take from this, oh my God, is that despite what may be going on in your life, God has your back. You should not be having any what if moment. What if this doesn't work? What if that doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? What if that doesn't work? God has your back. God knows the plans that he has for you. Despite what it may look like in your life right now, God has a plan for you. Despite how you may have came into this world, God has a plan for you. All I'm trying to tell you is that God is in control and his plans for you are not to harm you, but bring you to a hope and a future, to bring peace to your life, to bring well-being to your life, to bring prosperity prosperity to your life. All the promises that he has given you, it shall come to pass in your life. As a matter of fact, I just want you to say that to yourself. All the promises that he has for me shall come to pass in my life. That's what we're talking about. That's what we believe. So come on, we're going to get some more, get more into the word in just a minute, but just leave out giving God some praise. All right. I'll talk to you in a minute. This is Pastor D.R.E. And what I want to tell you is knowledge is power. As a matter of fact, the Bible says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Well, I have a recommendation for you. And that is the YouTube channel, Earn Your Leisure. That's right. Earn Your Leisure. On this channel, you will be flooded with knowledge. On this channel, they bring on some of the top people in their field and they give you the knowledge absolutely free. So now listen, whether it be subjects like finance as far as building wealth or saving, or maybe you wanna know about stock options, what you should invest in, or maybe you just wanna know the information that many of the upper class know, this is the channel for you. Check them out, earn your leisure. Pastor D.R.E. back here with you. Excuse my voice. Excuse my voice. But Pastor D.R.E. back here with you. 
Oh man, I know the plans that I have for you, says God. I'm I'm so glad he has plans for me. I'm so glad that his plans are not dictated by what man says about me. Oh God, I'm so glad because many times people will look at a, a snapshot of you, what you might have done in in just a, a a small a small window and said that's your entire life. But I'm so glad that God does not take the small things that I've done or even the big things that I've done and disqualified me from my future. But he still saw more in me. He still saw greater in me. Oh, God. Oh, I could just stay on that for a minute. But listen, we're going to get into this word. So I want you to just travel with me to Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to start at verse 8, go through 16, okay? I'm going to be talking about some... I just want to challenge you on today. I'm going to... I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to challenge you on today, okay? So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, excuse me, verse 8 through 16 says, For you were once, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, and find out what pleases the Lord have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Boy, that is a mouthful. And what I generally wanted to, to ask you uh, or is, are you asleep? And then if the answer is yes, or maybe you don't know, but if the answer is yes, I want you to understand that it is time for you to wake up. Yeah, that's right. It's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to be about your father's business. It's time for you to be a representation of this God that you serve. There's so, there, there's so many people who claim to be Christians, but don't live the life as a Christian who claim to love God, but when it comes down to it, when the rubber meets the road, you can't tell whether they love God or not. It's time for the body of Christ as a whole to wake up. And let me tell you why. Because there are a lot of people who, who may be waiting on you. As a matter of fact, your biggest critic is waiting on you. Your biggest critic is 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 waiting for you to show them the light well how can you say that because they're only a critic because they're looking for an answer let me say that again they're only a critic because they're looking for the answer you know many times when people uh uh judge us they judge us from a place of disappointment because they figured you had the answer or you could show them the way to the answer so they can have better in their life. 
It's it's out of disappointment a lot of times. It's not out of hatred, but it's out of disappointment. I thought you would be able to uh, show me how to uh, uh, make my life better. I thought you would be able to to lead me to this God that you you talk about so passionately, only to find out that a lot of times you know we're sleep. Uh, we're, we're not about our father's business. We don't really have a relationship with God like we're supposed to. We're, we're full of religion, but not relationship. We know church, but we don't know God. But it is time for the body of Christ as a whole to wake up. Is God getting glory out of your life? Is he getting any glory out of your life? Does your relationship with God show in public? Do you have a relationship with God? All I'm trying to say is it's time for us to wake up. It's time to be exactly what we claim that we are. If we claim to be believers, if we claim to be Christians, then, then it's time that we do that to the fullest. We do that, as my mother would say, we do it with the spirit of excellence, not half-heartedly, not just just carrying it as a as a badge or an ID card, but really doing this thing. It's time for us to wake up. Too many of us are asleep, and when you when you fall asleep at the wheel, that's when bad things happen. I want you to think about this for a moment. I want you to think about the times. You were tired coming home from work or tired from partying or what, whatever it may be, and you jumped in your car. And because you were tired or because you were sleepy, you know, you didn't drive as well as you would normally drive. You know, when you're tired or you're sleepy, you, you tend to uh, veer off a little bit on the road or you tend to hit those bumpers on the road that uh, alerts you that, hey, you're going to the left or you're going to the right. You might want to wake up and straighten up. You you tend to uh, be more accident prone when you're sleepy. You, you tend to be dangerous to other folks on the road when you're sleepy. You're not driving as good. But then the same person who is sleepy and is making mistakes on the road has an ID card in their wallet, in their purse, that will say that their state recognizes them as a very good driver. They know how to drive. They have no problem driving. They know driving. They know all the protocol. Well, in the same way, when we carry the the name Christian or we carry the name believer, we ought to know about the God we serve. When we carry the name Christian or believer, we ought to be living it up to the, we ought to be representing it to the utmost. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be sleep at the wheel. Because again, as I gave in the example with the car and you being a driver, you become dangerous. Well, the same way when you're a Christian and you don't 
you don't do what you're supposed to do you don't live like you're supposed to live you become dangerous instead of giving god glory instead of compelling people to come to christ you now shun them away you now give them an excuse to 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 uh walk away from god you now give the enemy ammo to say that there is nothing to this god i want to ask you are are you playing for the wrong team are you a spy for the wrong team it's time for us to wake up it's time for us as the young people will say it's time for us to stay woke oh you do remember that term stay woke it was a term that was that was uh being said that was being uh uh shouted in this climate that we're in of social justice and Black Lives Matter. You know, we're all saying stay woke, stay woke. It's time for us to stay woke. And, and when we say that term, stay woke, it is saying that we need to be aware of what's going on and ready to make decisions that will impact our lives for the better. That's what stay woke is. It is being aware of what's going on and ready to make decisions that will impact your life for the better. And so everybody is screaming, stay woke. Everybody. When the whole George Floyd thing happened, everybody was screaming, stay woke. Businesses were outraged. Uh, every ethnicity every race was outraged and so you have many people making public statements of how that needs to be changed you have many businesses making public statements we stand with george floyd we stand with black lives matter we we're going to uh uh give towards black lives matter and everything else but once the outcry stopped after a little time went by I noticed that a lot of those same companies, I noticed that a lot of those same people were not as outraged as they were in the beginning. I noticed that those same people who were outraging and ready to march and everything else, they were not, they did not have that same, that same unction. They didn't have that same zeal after a while. Because it became just another footnote. Now I'm not making light of his death, but I want you to I want you to think about how many companies said, you know, they're gonna, you know, really put an effort to equality in this nation, and then think about how many actually fulfilled that and continue to fulfill it. even on our level we we got to understand you know i'm talking about stay woke and we we got to understand that that you know we we cannot allow things to just uh uh happen you know we were on fire for a minute and then we cool down let me again go to our society isn't it amazing how we scream black lives matter and we get the shirt when people are unjustly killed but then when one of us kills one of us, when a black man kills another black man, no one has anything to say. As a matter of fact, they call it snitching. If you say something. Oh, goodness. 
can we just talk for a minute it isn't it funny how you know you have a whole bunch of people talking about how they need to invest in the community and there's an outcry of how the community has has become uh 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 desolate and it is it needs to be uh rebuilt and 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 the government needs to put money into our communities and and so on and so forth and the same people who are doing the outcry are the same ones that have the trap houses on the corner the same ones who are doing the outcry are the same ones who are who are in the trap house getting their drugs and stuff why because it only mattered for a moment oh it it's it's amazing to me how people can look so good on facebook and, and and know how to work facebook to show that they're just pleasant and everything else but when it comes down to it if they are some of the nastiest people you will ever meet why are you saying this stuff because i want you to identify with what i'm saying when i say it is time for us to really be what we say that we are if you're going to be a christian if you're going to be a lover of christ if you're going to be a representative of christ it should not be for a fleeting moment but it has to be a lifestyle it should be a forever moment it should be something you live by your your how, how do i say this your your godly character cannot just be a post on facebook it has to be real. Your godly character, your representing God cannot just come when someone that you know dies. And now you want to run to the Lord. And now you want to you want to you want to uh, uh be a Christian. Your 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 representation, your your discipleship, your allegiance to God cannot just be something that you put on when you need him to pay a bill. Or when you get in trouble it has to be real it has to be real that's why the scripture says wake up you've been sleep too long wake up has the young folks say stay woke we got too many people who are just nodding off. You know how it is to nod off. You you know, you might be watching a movie or something and you just nodding off. And every so once every once in a while you wake up for a minute and you see another piece of the movie, but you you've missed so much till it don't even matter what you saw because you don't know the whole story. And so in that same vein many of us we we're christian for a minute then we're not a christian we're on fire for a minute then we're not on fire we're 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 we're, we're lovers of god and then you know we act like we don't know him. it is time for us to stay woke it is time for us to really represent God, to be the disciple, the man and woman of God, the Christian that we are supposed to be, that we claim to be. You know, Matthew uh, 5 
and 14 says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. And so your walk with God, I hope is consistent because let me tell you what happens when it's not consistent. Many people understand it, understand when you get famous, everything you do is, is in the public eye. Everything you do. That's why some people talk about the curse of fame because they can't go back to obscurity. Everybody wants to know what they're doing. You cannot walk out there when you're famous. You cannot just go anywhere and do anything because all eyes are on you. Well, let me tell you something. When you when you proclaim the name of God, when you proclaim Christ, when you proclaim that you're a Christian, that 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 he is God, everybody is looking at you. When you become that light on the hill, I hope it's the right light you're showing at all times. It says you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So when you start off showing how good God is and talking about how good God is, I hope you keep that same energy up because if you don't, whatever you are exposing at the time, people will see it. They will take note. They will take note. Ask John Gray, a famous pastor who, who, who I, I absolutely adore. I believe, I believe in him. I, I hear the word he preaches. He, he's, he's, he preaches a good word. He's anointed, you know, and all that good stuff. But, you know, it's it's hard sometimes to get past the things you've done. And so although he's so anointed, he's putting so many fires out there. You know, they they like to call it fires. You know, you, you he's trying to put out so many fires with all of his issues being put in public. And I'm a big supporter of John Gray, you know, as far as what I, how I believe in him. I don't think he's a false prophet or a, a bad pastor. You know, he has issues. But the, the, the problem is, is he has to get a hold of that thing. Just like some of us who claim to be Christians, who claim to love God. Well, if you love him that much, shouldn't you represent him well? Let me let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. You can marry your spouse. Love your spouse. Do anything for your spouse. But if you are caught out there wrong, a lot of times it is hard for the person who saw you maybe her family or his family, maybe them themselves to believe that you love them. It takes a it takes a moment to get past the betrayal of you stepping out on me. And so imagine if you constantly do it 
over and over and over again. I thought you loved me. I do. I made a mistake. And then I made another mistake. And then I made another mistake. Well, we're all human. We are. But I want you to understand the importance, the importance of, of staying on your game, staying awake, being uh, what you said that you are. We got to stay awake. We cannot be asleep. Sometimes I, I, I end up asking God to forgive me again and again and again. Even when I think about some of my past transgressions, even though I know he has forgiven me, I think about how I could affect uh, uh, bringing somebody else to Christ. How I could affect how somebody looks at God based on my actions. Oh, we got to stay awake. Not just for other people either, but for ourselves. Because it's just as important what you do in private than what you do in public. Oh God, let me say that again. It's just as important as what you do in private than it is in public. Because you might be able to fake it in public for a little while. But you can't fake it with God. I, I heard some singer, some famous singer, gospel singer, uh, how she would minister to the masses. Minister to the masses hope and faith and strength. And then she would go home depressed, laying in her bed, depressed. You might be able to fake it out there, but what you do in private matters. And that's not to say she was doing anything wrong. I just want you to see the dynamic of how things can be so different in public versus private. Oh, you might be able to preach the word and, and minister to others, but how, how is your relationship with God? Forget about the scriptures you know. How is your relationship with God? Forget about the church you go to. How is your relationship with God? You got to want it. You got to want it. You can't be between uh, uh, two opinions. You, you got to want change. You got to want change. Listen, nothing is started or maintained unless there is a desire. That's what the, what the Lord was telling me when he was giving me this message. Nothing is started or maintained Unless there is a desire, you got to make the decision. Nobody can pray you out of this thing. Somebody can help and touch you, touch and agree, but you got to make the decision in your heart that I want to be better, that I will uh, uh, be uh, uh, an instrument for glory of God. I will represent him well. 
I'm going to stay on fire. I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm going to stay on fire. You got to want it. How many times have you heard somebody say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do better. And they only say that to appease somebody else. To appease their wife and hopefully they can get back in the house. To appease their parents because they know their parents, that's what their parents want to hear. You got to want better. Do you want better? Or are you satisfied living a lazy life? Are you satisfied being asleep? In other words, you're not committed to God. You're satisfied being a Christian only by title. but not by your life. You're satisfied knowing God only through church, but not relationship. It's really up to you. It's really up to you. Because notice what he said. He, he said in the scripture, let me, let me find that scripture again. Uh, it says in verse 14, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and or then Christ will shine on you. So you have to wake up. You have to wake up. Have you ever tried to wake somebody up who didn't want to get up? It is hard. Because they keep turning over. Even though you shake them, they keep turning over. And that's what God does to us a lot of times. He's trying to get our attention, but we don't want to get up. We want to sleep. And when I say sleep, in other words, I'm saying we want to stay in the state that we're in. But I dare somebody to wake up. To be honest with yourself and say, I've been sleep too long. I've been lackadaisical too long. I've been half hearted too long it's time for me to wake up it's time for for me to be about my father's business it's time for me to live this life for real will you mess up probably but guess what get up again don't purposely just say well it is what it is no when you really when you really uh uh trying to please god trying to live a better life you know you go with it wholeheartedly not even thinking about messing up see that's some of our problems right now some of us we looking to mess up we have already made up in our minds today i'm gonna mess up today I won't be the Christian that I'm supposed to be. I have I have made it a lifestyle. Hear me clearly. I have made it a lifestyle that I'm going to be uh, in between. 
I have made it a lifestyle that says, well, you know, this is just me. You know, I, 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 I laugh sometimes and I, and it's, it's really sad because people don't even understand what they're saying. I laugh at people who say, well, God said, come as I am. And he did say that. And he wants you to come as you are. But he didn't say you had to stay that way. See, see that that's 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 where people miss it. Yeah, God loves you as you are, but that doesn't mean you have to stay like you are. You can change, but you gotta wanna change. So now I ask you on today. Are you going to change? Do you want it bad enough? Do you love God enough to say, I'm going to change. I'm going to make him priority. I'm going to make him happy. I'm going to make him proud. Most of us who have, who, 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 who have been in a relationship, we try to change for our spouses. Why not? Try to change for God. All right, all right. Let's get into some headlines. Uh, before we get into the headlines, listen, prayers go out to everyone who is being affected by the Ian hurricane. Um, of course, you know, uh, today is, well, today is actually Friday evening. And, and uh, so this will be dropping Saturday morning. But so right now, currently it has affected uh, Florida and now is, uh, you know, affecting much of the lower East Coast. It is now making its way up to South Carolina. Not as bad as it was in Florida, uh, but still, you know, it is listed as a tropical storm. So those who are being affected in any way that you are being affected, you know, my prayers go out to you. Uh, last time I checked, I think the death total for Florida is 42. Uh, so, you know, that is very unfortunate. I hope those families, uh, I send my prayers to those families, okay? But let's get into the into the headlines, talking about prayers, sending prayers to families. Uh, so this is an article from CNBC, and it is talking about, quote, this is the title. Unrelenting inflation is taking a toll leaving more Americans living paycheck to paycheck. And uh, that is such a true statement. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, everything has went up in price. Everything. Everything has went up in price. The only thing that has not really went up or went up as much as it needs to go up is uh, the majority of uh, people's paycheck. Um, even though pay has went up, I must must be honest, pay has went up for a lot of people. It definitely has not been able to stay consistent with the uh, inflation on different products, uh, such as gas and groceries. And I mean, just every, every field, uh, the price is going up. And so this article covers the issue that a lot of Americans are having. And as a matter of fact, it says as of August, 60% of Americans were living paycheck to paycheck. 
60%. Let that sink in. 60%. Over half of all Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And then the article also goes into talking about those who are making over six figures. 45% of them report living paycheck to paycheck. And so I can hear somebody right now saying, well, how in the world is somebody who is making over six figures living paycheck to paycheck? Well, you must understand that they have a uh, a different way of life that you may have if you're in that 50,000 range, 50, 60,000 range. Uh, They live a little different. So their bills are a little higher than your bills. And of course, when you're not expecting inflation to hit like it hit because it seemed like it came out of nowhere um you have a hard time adjusting sometimes you've already made purchases uh you know subscriptions are big you know car notes uh houses things of that nature uh it, it takes a toll on everyone when inflation hits so um that that is very eye-opening 60 percent of most americans are living paycheck to paycheck and those who uh, people are considered pretty well off making over six figures. 45% of them are reporting living paycheck to paycheck. So the moral of the story is things need to change. Uh, I, I hope this isn't something that continues uh, much longer. I hope that people are actually smartening up. I, I know they're saying that this is you know possibly going into a recession, but I hope that people are smartened, smartening up and really uh, making decisions, tough decisions on things that they need versus what they don't need. You know, you might have to cancel Netflix and cancel Hulu or some of your other subscriptions, you know, subscriptions to close, things of that nature. Bottom line is don't continue. If you see yourself heading uh, in a certain direction or financial ruin, you're heading for a financial ruin, change how you shop. All right, or change the job. I I, I don't know, but um, that is very concerning. Also, here's a story uh, from Science Alert, and it says a study has found out that people who drink coffee at least three times a day live longer than people who don't drink coffee. Oh, I can see somebody smiling now. I knew I, I, I knew something. It was something about that coffee. Yep. So apparently it says people who drink ground coffee, uh, 27% of them, uh, or people who drink ground coffee, have, have a 27% longer life than people who don't drink ground coffee. And then even people who drink instant um, have a 14% uh longer lifespan so uh people always say you shouldn't drink too much coffee but uh, uh, apparently it keeps you alive you know something let me just say this it seems like everything is good for everybody and everything is bad for everybody have y'all noticed that you know first you 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 shouldn't drink coffee now they're saying you should first they say you shouldn't eat chocolate now they're saying it's good for you first they say you you know you even got some people saying uh you should drink water and then other people are saying you know, you shouldn't drink water, you know, or too much water. It, it, it is so amazing how these stories come out. Uh, but hey, this is from Science Alert. Let's say drinking coffee expands your life. If they ever say that drinking uh, liquor expands your life, 
we in trouble. Anyway, so so here's his oh by the way, so did you hear about this? Speaking about coffee, we all know uh or recognize where what's the number one coffee state or coffee city. And um, you know, of course that was Seattle. You know, Seattle is the place where Starbucks was actually founded, if I'm not mistaken. But it is no longer the number one place for coffee. Um, it is actually, or the, the best place. So, so let me read the article. So, uh, Tasting Table says that Seattle no longer has the best, is the best place for coffee or the best destination for coffee. If you want the best coffee, it's not the place where Starbucks was founded. It is actually in uh, San Francisco. Yes, San Francisco. And you know what? I can kind of see that. I actually could see that. You know, San Francisco being that place where you would definitely want to get coffee. Uh, Tesla is back in the news. Tesla is... Um, Plans to have thousands of humanoid robots. You know, you hear about this story about once a month. If you've been keeping up, they're making these robots. And so they're actually making humanoid robots, meaning that they will be able to do everything that a human does. It, they will be actually built like a human and be able to do everything that a human does. And so the uh, founder, Elon Musk, is talking about what plans are there in place for it and he says just to replace things that uh humans do not want to do now i'm not big on conspiracy but listen all i'm saying is you know you might want to get your money up you might want to get for those who may be lacking in the education department you might want to uh, look at getting more education because robots are coming. Robots are taking a lot of jobs, even currently. Uh, there are plans to have robots in a lot of fast food restaurants where they don't even have any any uh, human in the kitchen. You know, maybe one to to operate the the drive through or something. But fast food is moving to robots. Uh, you already see it in a lot of hotels. You know, they have the robot come and bring you your meal or your toothbrush or whatever you order um you know it is just really taking a lot of jobs that a lot of people used to work and the unfortunate thing is there's not a lot of pushback uh because there's a lot of people who don't want to work that's number one and then those who do work you know a lot of them you know in customer service they're rude and so most people are looking you know, are kind of glad they don't have to deal with them right now. Have y'all noticed uh, Walmart? Walmart is getting rid of a lot of cashiers. There are some places that don't have cashiers at all. I went to the movies not too long ago, and uh, there was a there was not a cashier. All there was was a kiosk, and you just purchased your ticket there. So all I'm saying is, you know, robots are robots are already taking over a lot of jobs. And with him building humanoid robots, just look out. That's all I'm saying. Just look out. So make sure you do your due diligence to set yourself up for the future. That's all I'm saying. Uh, speaking of the movies, um, 
The Woman King, Viola Davis. I went to see it last week, and and I thought it was one of the best movies I have seen in a long time. And I'm gonna say something, and people kind of look at me crazy when I say this, but I actually thought it was better than uh, what was that, Black Panther. I thought it was better than Black Panther. It was it was a really good movie. Viola Davis did an awesome job. I think she should be nominated for an award for it. Uh, but there has been a backlash from the movie. How it has... Some people are saying that it has... Uh, um, put a bad light on men. And, uh, you know, I if you see the movie, you I, I can... I saw the movie, so I kind of understand what they're saying. But, um, I don't think it was the intent. Um, and honestly, when you really look at it, I, I, I don't see it to the degree that other people are saying. Uh, but I thought it was a good movie. Uh, go to the movie, check it out, The Woman King. I recommend the movie. I like the movie. Uh, let me know what you think. And, um, yeah, check it out. Viola Davis, but Vi- Viola Davis is awesome. She is absolutely awesome. Uh, last piece of news, okay, because I'm running out of time. Running out of time. So, uh, GM is no longer the biggest car maker in America. GM is no longer the biggest car maker in America. That award goes to Toyota. Yes, Toyota is now the largest. Uh, car maker in America. Uh, they actually had sales rise by, from the article, rise by 13%. And so they're the biggest car maker now. Which, you know, honestly, I, I must admit, I always, I, I thought they were for a while. Um, you know, they they have excellent, you know, the products are excellent, top notch. And I see more Toyotas in anything else toyota cars and four trucks are usually how it goes uh but so yeah uh gm sold 2.2 million cars in 2021 uh and toyota sold 2.3 so it's very close but uh toyota actually grabs that award and they're saying that the tacoma pickup uh was one of the big reasons they actually became number one and also the shortages that uh, GM has been dealing with as far as the resources to build the trucks. But that is all that I have for you for headlines. Hope you enjoyed the headlines. I will be right back with you, okay? Stay tuned. This is Pastor DRE, and what I want to tell you is knowledge is power. As a matter of fact, the Bible says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Well, I have a recommendation for you, and that is the YouTube channel, Earn Your Leisure. That's right, Earn Your Leisure. On this channel, you will be flooded with knowledge. On this channel, they bring on some of the top people in their field, and they give you the knowledge absolutely free. So now listen, whether it be subjects like finance, as far as building wealth, or saving, Or maybe you want to know about stock options, what you should invest in. Or maybe you just want to know the information that many of the upper class know. This is the channel for you. 
Check them out. Earn your leisure. All right, all right, all right. So we are coming to the end of the show. Listen, I want to thank everybody for for tuning in on today. I want to just, you know, say I appreciate everyone who constantly tune in and and constantly support uh, your boy, Pastor D.R.E. I don't want it to, I don't want you to ever feel like, and I'm talking to you personally, I don't want you to ever feel like I don't appreciate it and I don't see the numbers. I see the numbers. I appreciate it. I I get the uh, the uh, reactions. I get the the uh, calls. All of that. I really appreciate your support and uh, your feedback is what I was trying to say. I really appreciate your feedback. And so um, this has been something that uh, almost didn't happen for a number of reasons. It almost didn't happen. Um, I almost quit a couple times for a number of reasons. Uh, but but at the end of the day, when you're called to do something and you want to do something, you do it. You know, and so this is something I, I, I tell everybody I have to do. I absolutely have to do. Uh, so I just want to say thank you. Okay. Let, let me let me just end with this because you know I always end with a thought you know before I close and so I want to touch back on on last week I was talking about uh, how many men are speaking out on how women are today they are not like uh, our mothers from yesteryear or or women of old, you know, you have a lot of women who, quite frankly, don't have that same softness no more. Um, based on what society has said, both men and women, this is not just coming from men, but it's also coming from other women. Uh, there are women who are very shrewd. Um, they are... Um, trying to as it is described by men and women trying to be men um, and just overly strong and, and so I talked about why I believe that was I, I talked about how I felt like you know there were two reasons one reason was because they didn't have a mother in the household. You know, a lot of times we talk about uh, fathers not being in the household and how it affects the male when he doesn't have a father. And and so now I believe the same thing is going on with women because so many women are working now. So many women are out of the house. So many women are, are living their own lives that they are not some now, some are not the nurturers that they used to be. And and so it's the same thing that happened with young men that's happening to young men. They don't have that role model in the household. The other reason I said that, you know, this, this thing was going on was because uh, women have been forced to be like this because the men would not step into 
their position as men. And so I began to just, you know, kind of in general apologize uh, to the women listening who've had to be mother and father, who've had to become something that they were never supposed to be, who, who have had to literally fight to stay alive. And so now you have become just this this person that you know uh you shouldn't have to be and and so i just wanted to say that men we have to take ownership of this issue that we're crying about now you know yes some of it is because they didn't have a a a mother in the household to really teach them how to be a woman or, or a wife or, or, or a mother. But some of it is because we were absent in our job. We were not the provider. We were not, um, not just the provider financially, but we were not the provider emotionally. We were not then nurturer. You do understand as a man that, you know, uh, if you do it right, you you kind of nurture your wife, you protect them, you 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 make sure they're okay, you know, you help build them, and vice versa. She helps build you, you help build them. The issue has been that a lot of times you had you had women who are helping build their man, but you don't have any men help building their woman, and so we have to take ownership of that. We we failed. Uh, some of our women because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. So how do we how do we make this better? Well, first of all, we could be more understanding of what they're going through. Definitely be more understanding of what they're going through and express that. Communicate that to them to let them know we understand. Now, I know we don't like to communicate, fellas. That's not a strong suit for most of us. We don't like to talk. Uh, we don't like to communicate. We don't like to be vulnerable in that way, but it is needed. If we're going to show our wives, our girlfriends, that we understand, even our mothers, some mothers, if they just knew their sons appreciated them, uh, it would change their life. But if we're, if we're going to change this dynamic, we got to make sure that we we let them know we understand the struggles that you had to go through, all the issues that you had to go through, the times that, you know, the reason why you had to be the way you are, we understand. And then we have to love them through it. And when I say love them through it, you know, I'm not just talking about uh, laying with them, you know, but I'm, I'm talking about actually love them through it be understanding, hold them, go through the process with them. Um, You know, love them in spite of how they may be reacting or acting towards you at the moment and find a way to say, you know, I understand what you said. I don't like how you came off at me, but I love you anyway. There was something I saw on Facebook uh, and it's, it's so it's so true it it fits so there's this guy there was this guy on facebook uh this guy was going on on facebook and the woman is just going off i mean she's tearing a a new one in him 
And so all of a sudden, he just grabs her by her jaws and kisses her. He didn't tongue her down. He didn't grab her by the hips. You know, none of that. He just grabbed her, gently grabbed her around her jaws and kissed her. You know, just an intimate kiss. And when he did that, the argument ceased because the woman did not know what to do. Now, is a kiss going to do it all the time? Of course not. But the point of that was when she was mad, when she was just going off and, and just, you know, just going there, instead of him getting upset and going there with her, going to that next level with her, he just gently grabbed it and kissed it. As to say, you know what, baby? It's going to be okay. I understand what you're saying, but it's going to be okay. That's all we need to do sometimes. We don't need to try to match wits or match that energy. You know, we just need to... Somebody got to be able to say, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And so I think if we do that, then we have a lot more women who will learn to calm down who won't feel like they're in it by themselves and have to be that that person that you know a lot of men and women are complaining about just this angry shrewd person that we're seeing if we just do what we need to do as men you know what i mean but that's just my thoughts i really appreciate you joining the show today i hope you enjoyed it i hope i made you think you know, hopefully you're not mad at me. Hopefully you got something out of it. This is your boy, Pastor D-R-E. You all have a great weekend.